Welcome to our final message of 2023 here on Brit David Podcast as Pastor Tim brings us a message today entitled, How to Get More Out of 2024, from 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 17 through 18. New Year's Eve is a great time to reflect on the past year, what you've been through, what God has done, and changes in your life. But it is also a great time to look forward to what is ahead, or as Paul might say, to press forward toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Peter said, we are to be growing in Christ. So what are some of those practical things we can do? Here are six ways to get more out of 2024. Here's Pastor Tim. Amen. You can be seated. So glad that you're here and that you have chosen to end your year well, right? By being in church today. I'm so thankful for you, thankful for our church family, and thankful for what God has done in His church and through His church on this particular year. You know, as we come to the end of the year, it's a good time to be able to rehearse what this year has been about, what God has done uh, with you and through you, uh, some of the things that you have suffered through even in this year. This becomes a good time to go through those and see maybe what it is that God's teaching you all along the way. But it's also a time for us to look ahead. Tomorrow begins a brand new year, 2024. So I really want to talk to you today about how to get more out of 2024. How do you get more out of this year maybe than you got this last year? How do you grow more than you grew this past year? How do you get closer to the Lord than you've ever been before? In fact, if you have ever been closer to the Lord than you are right now, then you need revival, don't you? We do. We do need revival. We need to be reminded of that from time to time. And so today, I want to take you to the last two verses of 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 3. If you'll go ahead and turn there with me to the very end of that, verses 17 and 18. We'll use these verses today really more as a diving board into what we want to talk about and what I want to share with you today. But notice them with me. 2 Peter chapter 3, beginning in verse number 17. You therefore, beloved. By the way, he's talking to you, <laughs> therefore, my beloved. He's talking to you. This is, these are verses for you specifically. You can say that Jesus is indeed calling your name today. He's talking directly to you. This is something that you need to be aware of. You, therefore, beloved, since you know these things beforehand, beware lest you also fall from your own steadfastness being led away with the error of the wicked. But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and forever. Amen. As you get ready to begin 2024, there are a few things that we need to know that we need to be sure of. So let's start with this today. You need to know that you belong to the Lord. You need to know that your salvation is sure. If you've never been born again, 
You need to be born again today. If you've just simply been going through the motions of church or religion or any of those kinds of things, doing what you feel like you can do to bring yourself into a right relationship with God, (laughs) abandon that. He's already done everything that's necessary for you to be right with Him. He went to the cross He paid the penalty for your sin. He did that out of love for you and offers you this free gift of eternal life. If you don't know that you know that you belong to Him, that's your starting point. That's what you need to know for sure today. And as you go into 2024, you need to be sure of your salvation. He says, since you know these things beforehand, we already know this, right? I already know that I need to be saved. I already know that I'm a sinner. I already know that my sin has a penalty. I already know that Jesus loves me and that He died to take that penalty away. I know these things beforehand. He says, beware. Beware. There are a lot of people that have found their way to hell simply with head knowledge. That they know up here, they know that Jesus loves them. They know that Jesus died for them. They've never come to that point of asking Him to come into their life to be their Savior, to be their Lord. It's easy to go through church and to go through the games, if you will, that we play about religion. But you need to know. Beware. Beware of just having a head knowledge and not having a heart knowledge. He also says, beware lest you fall from your own steadfastness. Being content with where you are in your relationship with God, that it's good enough. Good enough. You know, there's there's not two words that I think I dislike more than those words when we're talking about church or we're talking about a project that you have to do or anything it's good enough I don't like anything in my life to just be good enough I I like for things to be just right I like for them to be great I like for them to be excellent and if we're talking about church and if we're talking about eternal things then all the more I want to make sure that it's not just good enough I want to fall from my steadfastness. I I don't want to be led away by the error of the wicked, he says. But instead, what I want to do in 2024 is to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to grow. All living things that are healthy grow, don't they? We grow. You need to be growing in your Christian life. If you've already settled this issue, that you know that you know that you belong to Jesus, you know that you know that you've been born again, then let's start growing. Let's start growing up. Let me give you six things today that I think will help you. Six practical areas, things that you can do in 2024 that will help you to get more out of this year and will help you grow in your relationship with Jesus. You ready? Number one, studying will help you grow. Studying will help you grow. In other words, you need to read your Bible 
every day. You need to read your Bible, but you need to be studying your Bible. I I don't have any problem with writing in my Bible. I know that there's some folks that don't like to write in their Bible. I want to tell you something. I write in mine. I underline things. I circle things. I make stars by things. I write notes by things. In fact, in this very passage today that I'm reading from you, in this very in this very thing, there there are one, two, three, four, five underlines that I've got going on. The word "but" in verse number eighteen is double underlined. That was kind of an important one. The "amen" at the end is double underlined. That was an important one to me. It means so be it. Let it be. Let me grow my faith. And then at some point I wrote this right in the margin of my Bible. Does Jesus mean more to you today than yesterday? At some point in my own Christian life, reading through my Bible, studying my Bible, the Spirit of God just spoke to me and said, Tim, do I really mean more to you today than I did yesterday? Are you really growing? Oftentimes that happens as you study your Bible. As you read your Bible. This last year, many of you took on this challenge of reading your Bible all the way through and doing it in an unusual way and doing that in alphabetical order through those books. Did you do that? Did you complete that? You read your Bible all the way through? Maybe you did it this year, maybe you've done it in years past. But how will you know what the Bible says if you don't read it? And how will you remember what the Bible says if you don't study it? Studying will help you to grow. It's when the words on the page begin to leap off the page into your heart, but also into your actions. I want to do the things that the Bible says that I'm supposed to do. I want to refrain from the things that the Bible says that I need to stay away from. But I need to know them, don't I? I need to spend time in God's Word. I believe the number one thing that you can do to help yourself grow in your Christian life is to have a daily quiet time where you read your Bible every single day. Every day it will be something new. Every day it will be something fresh. Every day the Spirit of God is speaking into your heart and into your life. I still remember that girl that was in there in our youth group when I was doing junior high ministry back a million years ago. We were trying to get them to read their Bible. And so they began to do that. And she came to me one day and she said, Tim, it's like God knows what I'm going through. (laughs) Duh, you think? God knows what you're going through. He knows when you're going through good times. He knows when you're going through bad times. He knows when you need His promises. He knows when you need His encouragement. He knows when you need His exhortation. He knows when you need rebuke. He knows when you need correction. He knows what you need, and the Bible says everything that you need for life and for godliness will be found in the pages of this great book. Study it. Studying will help you to grow. Number two. Supplication will help you grow. Supplication, praying. 
praying. If I'm going to read my Bible every day, then I also need to pray every day. I need to pray for things. I need to pray for people. I need to pray simply to know the Lord. Prayer is communication with God. In the same way that you cannot build and develop a good relationship with other people without communication, you can't build a good relationship with God outside of communication. How can you stay away from Him and expect to get closer to Him? Talk to Him. He's always listening. He never gets distracted. He never gets bored. He never gets tired of hearing even the same things from you over and over again. Even when you have to come back to Him time and time and time and time and time again and say that you're sorry for the very same thing. He never tires of that and never wearies. He's never on vacation. He's never asleep. He's never too busy. The Bible says that He invites you to come boldly before His throne. To come to His presence. That you might find help in time of need. This year in 2023, did you ever have any occasion to need God's help? Was there anyone to any time during this year that you needed help from Him about something? In all likelihood, you did. In all likelihood, in 2024, you're going to need His help again. Pray. Pray when you feel like it. Pray when you don't feel like it. Pray till you do feel like it. Just keep praying. Praying and reading your Bible go hand in hand as a daily, daily time to grow close to the Lord. It's through prayer that you will really get to know Him. Let's keep going. Number three, Sundays will help you grow. I don't mean Dairy Queen. <laughs> They'll help you grow, but they're helping you grow this way. Sundays, today, being in the Lord's house with the Lord's people, that's important. It's important. We've, we've come upon a day where people go to church when they don't have something else to do. When they don't have something else better to do. And you can just about find something better to do if you're looking for something better to do than to go to church. Some days, like today, it's cold. I don't like scraping ice off my windshield. If i got to scrape ice off the windshield, I guess I just ought not go to church. Right? Or... It's too pretty outside today to go to church. I need to get out there and enjoy it, right? We try all kinds of things to stay out. When you ought to be trying to do everything you can to be here. To be here. From time to time, somebody will say, well, is anything special going to happen at church today? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Why don't you come find out, right? There might not be a special song. This might not be the day for the Lord's Supper. It might be that today we don't have baptism. It might not be today that our kids are singing. 
But God is here. God is here. The creator of all things. Your Savior. The one that you said that you gave your life to. He is here. Is there anything more special? Is there anything greater than spending time in worship? From time to time people will say, Tim, what what do you think we're going to do in heaven? Well, you ain't going to sit on a cloud and strum a harp, that's for sure. You know, you are going to be busy serving. The Bible also says that we will be worshiping forever and forever and forever and forever. That those songs of holy, 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 those songs of redemption, those songs of glory, are songs that we will sing for forever. We come to church sometimes and we fuss about the songs that we sing. If they're songs that honor the Lord and worship Him, it's just preparation for heaven. It's preparation for glory. The way I sing here may very well be an indicator of how I sing there. Sundays. It's when I get to meet with my church family. There's some folks I'll see all during the week. I may see you once. I may see you multiple times during the week. I may see you on accident because you didn't see me first. Out in public. Or we might, we might intentionally meet up. But for some folks, this is the only time that I get to see you. It's the only time that you get to see the rest of your church family. And we need one another. As iron sharpens iron, so the countenance of one man sharpens the countenance of another. We need one another. We need to be around one another. So I get to meet with the Lord. I get to meet with the Lord's people. I get to come to the Lord's house. Sundays, there is frankly no other place on the face of this earth that I would want to be than right here. This is where I ought to be. This is where I need to be. And it ought to be the exception that I'm not here. Rather than the exception that I am here. This year, coming up in 2024, why don't you make a commitment before the Lord? God, I'm going to read my Bible every day. Maybe you say, maybe you say, you know what, I, I didn't I didn't take up that challenge and I didn't read my Bible all the way through this year. Maybe you want to do that this year. Listen, you don't have to read it all the way through. Pick a verse. Read a verse. Contemplate on a verse. Meditate on the verse. Let that verse get in you. Spend time learning and knowing, memorizing, studying that one verse every day. You make a commitment to study. You make a commitment to pray. Every day. Spend time with the Lord one-on-one. 
Maybe praying with somebody else. Would you make a commitment to be here on Sundays? Every Sunday. Every Sunday. You know, it used to be that an active person in church was a person who was here at least three of the four weeks. Do you know that today, active church membership is often described as a person who comes once a quarter? Once every three months? I met somebody one day and they say, do you know so-and-so? They go to your church. And I said, oh yeah, yeah, I know them. And And then they said, they say that they are very active in your church. And I say, well, if that means that they can't sit still, then yeah. When they're there, they're very active. Why don't you really be active this time? Not just coming, but participating. Making sure that you're involved in the things that are going on here. Maybe your Sundays are just Sunday mornings. Why not make it also about Sunday school? Why not also make it about Sunday nights? Sunday nights are special. We get to, we're a little bit more relaxed. We get to dive into some, some passages that we might not dive into on other occasions. Did you make a commitment that way today? Pastor Tim, thanks you for joining us here today on Britt David Podcast and invites you to join us tomorrow as he continues his message, How to Get More Out of 2024. Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. That address is church office at brittdavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.